Welcome into episode 242 of Kate's Craft Collective. Today I have got a blather with Venus. You need a wee pause there for singing it. Venus has her name. Ooh, you got it. Carry on. Um, a what's a crack? Hello section and a me, me, me section. So get your cup of tea or a dram and I'll let you know what crack's been in Kate's this past month or whatever, however long it was that I was not spoken to you since. The blather, Venus. We are heading to Venus for this episode of my space series. I might have actually put the echo on that today. If not, pretend it had an echo and it would have sounded a lot more special effects in your head. Um, <laughs> Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, said somebody. Mars is obviously a different episode, so this one's for you, Bananarama fans. Because Venus was her name, which didn't actually write that. But they did a very, very good cover of it. And you're all going to be saying it. Do, 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 Venus. And doing the dance. It had a specific dance, didn't it? Okay. Planetoid fact file. Venus, second planet from the sun. Named after the Roman goddess of love and beauty. Its orbital period is 225 days and its length of day is 116 days and 18 hours. Took me quite a long time to figure out, right, if it's closer to the sun, then surely that would just be one day. But no, it's the time that it takes to have a day. And that is obviously different in all the different plots. Well, it's not obvious. It wasn't obvious, because otherwise I would have understood it. But um, Louise's little pinhead brain struggles with physics, so, you know, bear with me. <laughs> We'll hopefully learn a little bit together. However, if somebody asks you in a pub quiz tonight, how much of a length of day is Venus? You can go 116 days and 18 hours. Because you're good that way, you know. And if you win that pub quiz, well done. Yay. It has a gassy atmosphere of carbon dioxide and is a bit toxic. Mm. It is even hotter than Mercury, who is closer to the sun. It was discovered officially in 1610 by Galileo, Galileo, Galileo. I'm pausing so you can finish the rest of that. Let me go. No, let me go. Um, And it spins clockwise. Venus the planet was in the almanac for the last time we will see it for a whiley. It won't be gone. It's just having a break from us. And I don't blame it. I'd quite like a break from us too. You can join me. Anywho, Venus has inspired many, many things. Venus Williams. She's like the awesome legendary tennis player. Go Venus. Venus flytraps. Venus in casket. The birth of Venus by Sandro Botticelli, which portrays the goddess Venus arriving from the shore in a big clam, fully grown. Because he was obviously on a lot of drugs when he painted that. And in knitting and crochet, we can look at the following patterns. 
There is The Willendorf Venus by Trish Aragurumi, which is an Aragurumi crochet of the 11cm high female figure, which was made in limestone, found in Austria, and it was made in 25,000 to 30,000 years ago. For being small, it's pretty significant. Sarah Elizabeth Kellner has designed a knitted Venus de Milo, along with half the arm. I think that Venus de Milo would have been an amazing Paralympian. So if you're watching the Paralympians just now, go, 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 Team GB and all the other Paralympians. Um, They amaze me. Skiers amaze me. But skiers that have less appendages than me, I don't know how you do it, but I think you are more amazing than I am. And I think I'm pretty amazing. So you are like off the chart. That sounds a bit paranising, doesn't it? (laughs) No. I think all Olympians, people that have dedicated themselves to being uber, uber good, have a talent, are amazing. And they might be quite modest, but you've worked hard, so, you know, take the praise. Michael Horn has an anagurumi crocheted Venus of Flytrap, which was pretty funny, had a lovely little smelly cheeky face. Professor and the Bandit has an anagurumi of the planet Venus. Because if we're having a planet series, we might as well have Aragumrumi planets. I'm not, I'm not actually, but you know, if you were you had to do planets for a um, project at school, that might be quite cool. I'm not doing it though. Uh, so that's the objects that I've found, and onto the garments that have been inspired by the planet Venus. Helen Hu has a really foxy vest atop. For us with curves, and it's called Venus, and this is from Nitty Fall 2008. If you are still in winter, Nitig has a polo neck sleeveless vest, which is very trendy just now. I was in a cool shop today, and it was all about the vest with shirt underneath. So you could rattle yourself up one of these and be trendy. Mia Walton has a cheery Sailor Venus stranded knitted jumper, which is very nice. And if you're looking for a shawl, the Venus Rising by Boo Knits is very pretty and delicate. Bridget Freer has a half pie shawl in lace, a very, very delicate, called Venus. And I did look for a Ukrainian designer with patterns called Venus, but there was none. However, because we're talking about Ukraine just now, um, there's some fabulous patterns available by some Ukrainian designers. Um, Yuli Chechenko, Lisa Crafts Ukraine, Miski Simnets, and Vita Opelik. Apologies for pronunciation. So if you wanted to support a Ukrainian pattern designer just now, there are quite a few available. Um might not be the bestest thing to well it's a bit up in the air as whether or not they're going to get the money straight away but it will be direct to them so if that's how you want to do it then there is the opportunity to uh so venus and that was her name and yeah buchel who is not a venus um so that was venus the planetoid who is closer to the sun than us And we get to see it quite a lot, but not just now. (laughs) What's a crack? 
section. Um, I was very fortunate a month or so ago to be interviewed by Knitted Journey Susan Dolph. Um, she's now published the episode. Well done, Susan. You edited it wonderfully. <laughs> Still editing some of that out, but you know, it was my own fault for splaffing on. Poor Susan had to re-listen to the splaff. But you can listen at a hour fifty-two. So there's a lot of Louise splaffing on. So you can see why I'm saying well done to Susan for editing, because there was way more than that. But it was such a lovely, lovely couple of hours speaking to Susan and hopefully that you'll get that across as well. We talk about Fair Isle knitting and um, mental health issues and life in general and lots and lots of knitting. So uh, it was lovely to speak to Susan and I hope that you would enjoy that too. Um, also the Ukraine. Um, Putin, what earth are you doing? I know I have some Russian listeners are probably dead. I don't think they'll manage it just now. Um, we don't blame the Russian people as such, but we're very much putting the ball is in your court. What are you doing? You don't go around invading a country just because you want to. It doesn't work that way. It's quite disappointing. Um, it's making a lot of people angry, despaired, all the sad words and to be able to coherently put together a sentence about this is really quite difficult. Um, I just wanted to stop and, and sadly it isn't yet and just live and hope for the Ukrainian people that it does soon. Um, we have to just now vote with our feet for what countries are um, supporting or still carrying on trading in Russia just now and put money towards disaster um, funds and charities and people will, I think across Europe want to help the rest of the world are looking on kind of going well there is nuclear bombs and nuclear threat invested in this and also if he starts there where else is it going so um, yeah it's not very good and also it has as well highlighted the fact that there are um, wars in other countries and we shouldn't forget about them either uh, like Yemen and Syria and Palestine so no to war um, no to war as the Russian TV programme presenters said as they left for the last time. It's not easy times just now. Um, so if you are struggling to concentrate or or you feel guilty for posting things that seem trivial, just keep on keeping on. We can do the best we can and we can keep our moral and yeah, ethics pointing as north as we possibly can. And... Um, for you with Ukrainian family, big hugs. For you Ukrainians, huge hugs. And for you Russians who just don't get it, but you're so stuck in a regime that you can't do anything about it, a hug to you too. I don't blame you, I blame Putin. And it's on him. Also, I'm not not going to talk about it. I just don't have very good words to talk about it. I don't have words of extreme comfort or words of other than stop it 
because nothing is really good enough. I'm not a podcast that will shy away from them and I'm not going to keep my nose out of politics if I think it is worth saying. So um, if that's you going, oh, keep me in your politics, I think you need to actually have a wee think to yourself because it's... <laughs> Yeah, until you're the one that has to grab your bairn, your pet, and as much as you can possibly walk with or carry, then I think that we should keep our... I think that it's just... I don't know what I think, but I think that we should uh, be human, basically. And nice human, not the nasty part. Otherwise we're all going to Venus. (laughs) section. I'd like to say hello to some lovely people. Lynn of Woolnest, Jules Ferguson, Blythe Spirit, Judith in Holland, York Guest and the lovely Barbara Robson. I just got this list from recent um, contacts so um, you too can be shouted out on the podcast if you contact me in some way. So, the me, me, me section. I'm going to read out what I wrote, because I wrote this two weeks ago. I am still at the knitting of the man-belly part of the Radari jumper by Yanis Jon's daughter using lopey yarns. It's a lot of plain knitting, but it can be a bit boring and unexciting. I've been distracted or just not motivated to pick it up. I am about an inch from the armhole attachment through, and then I will get inserting... No, it won't. (laughs) And it will get interesting again when the stranded colour work comes again. Oh, commences again. I can't read my own writing. When the stranded colour work commences again. I actually will need to count how many stitches on the sleeves, as I didn't when I left them. Hmm. At the time, I didn't think I needed to, bud. <laughs> of course I do. It affects the number of stitches I have. When I start the yoke and I need to count them, Captain Obvious. That's me being Captain Obvious, not you. Although, what colour is your superhero outfit? Because mine is blush pink. Um, I wrote this two weeks ago and I am now on the colour yoke. I have attached the sleeves. I sat and counted them and I was right on both sleeves. The right number of stitches, which I find quite amusing, the fact that I was Counting the increases, but I didn't actually finish and count round, so I've got 76 there, or whatever it was, 72. I just was I was finished with the sleeve, I put it to the side, and then I was like, I'll count that when I get there. <laughs> I hate counting stitches. So, I was correct, and I have attached both sleeves, and I am now on the colour work, and I've, I put it down last night because I was drinking birthday gin because it was my birthday yesterday and one gin, maybe two colour work three strands, different colours of colour work in one row no, no I don't actually think I've ever done three colours in one row before doing fair ale so well done me it's it's going to be a long row and I think that there's about four or five of these rows throughout the yoke so 
they'll be slow on them. But it'll be fine because I want to get it right. And the other thing about I'll say about this, there is one other thing, but I might leave that until after I finished it. So it's ooh, foreshadowing teaser listeners. Um I didn't have or I won't have enough of the very dark grey black um lopey. So in my head I did. And then once I had done the because you do a bit of pattern work at the bottom on the below the belly below the belly button. What's that bit called? The bottom of the jumper. Around just about the rib area. And there's a section there and I used the very dark grey black on it and it used up about half the ball. So when I was looking at it and I'm thinking, mm, I'm not gonna have enough. So I've changed it to from where the black grey, dark grey would be, it's gonna be a medium grey and I've got three balls of it and it shall be fine. And I'll just make up the rest of it. So there will be black in the top, it'll just not be where I was going to put it. And he doesn't care at all, he just wants his jumper ready to wear for spring. However, I'm sure it's quite the same with you listeners. We have false spring and then we have... Yeah, I was, I was actually... I was joking the first time, no, I'm really, it's really spring now. Here comes winter again. Ah, no, 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 honestly, Nick, I've got flowers out, here's my daffodils. No, where she has a bit more bad weather and uh, you need your jumpers again and it'll be like that until properly me when all the lambs have finished because we've had the first lot of lambs and we blamed that farmer and then we will have the next lot of lambs and then we'll have some more weather and we'll blame the next farmer but just now obviously nobody is lambing in Caithness because it's quite a nice day hello Buckle. he's wanting strokes here so if you hear him rummaging it's, it's not me it's him yes it is you so um, I last left you that I had to get a new 4.5mm point of a Nipro Symphony DPN. No, not DPN. Cable. Like the nip point part of it. Because the attachment where there's the screw part that goes into the cable was threading. And it was on the actual needle part of it, not the cable. So Richard had bought me and Sandy and Daisy Hobbycraft vouchers. So I went to order it and you can only use one voucher on one online order. So it sat there for most of the weeks. So I'm going to make a phone call and I don't really like making phone calls, listeners. I'm one of them people. Mm. I do it for work because I get paid to do that. But if it's at house, I'll I'll go around the houses and leave and it drives Richard up the wall and he drives me up the wall too, but... I didn't have to because I had a wee chat with Hobbycraft and they said just send us an email and it got done that night so I should have done it on the Monday. So I got my Hobbycraft um, with a new cable wire and a needle punch set that I'll mention in a bit. So I ordered that and also Sandy wanted an Airfix type of Star Wars, I don't know if it's an E-Wing or a Star Wars thing. Daisy got some acrylic paints, new piping bag and flavoured icing sugars and um, she used the piping bag to make Sandy's 16th birthday cake and my birthday cake yesterday. I wanted a Victoria sponge with double cream so I found the rice book and I went that one. 
So I shoved made that before and I was like, excellent, try it on me. You can't go wrong with a Victoria sponge. And it was gorgeous. Oh, there's some left for tonight. Yes, I've just remembered. Oh, listeners, don't you wish you were me if you like Victoria sponge? Because if you don't, then you'll be like, no. <laughs> and that's fine. Um, I'm not even going to go into what I used the piping bag about the cannelloni. Because <laughs> I've already recorded this once and thought, it wasn't flowing very well because I hadn't done it for a while. I wasn't very good words with the Ukraine part of it, but I still wanted to mention it. And the cannelloni bit went on for ages. So no, I'm not going to bother. But I used the piping bag. Using the right good quality tools is so much nicer and easier than just making do. It has to be said. And that is not just in craft. It's in all walks of life. So I changed over my 4.5mm needle over and I did more and faster when I was working on it. And I liked the jumper, I just got a bit bored of it never growing. And I even tried the trick of placing a place marker where I started and it didn't seem to grow very fast and I got bored. And then last night, which was two weeks ago, I put a rake on it whilst I watched dogs behaving very badly and I felt better about Buckle not behaving quite so badly after all. He's not too bad. He just, he's not one of these perfect dogs. (laughs) However, I learned some bits and also, um, yeah, I like dogs. I have cast on a grommet from Wilson Gromit. I think I told you this last episode. As they're doing Wilson Gromit school this week and I've knit all the pieces and I'm in the process of sewing it up. I realised that I really don't like sewing it up because I've started it and stopped at least three nights. Plus, I'm kind of afraid of a zombie grommet, like zombie Paddington. So I'll post a photo of grommet zombie, or just grommet, on Instagram when I do finish. And I mentioned I bought a needle punch toolkit. My friend Mari had a lovely needle punched piece of embroidery on her wall from her very talented cousin Julie. And I'd looked at it quite a few times and gone, I wonder how they did that, Mari. And she's have no idea. So she asked her cousin, and her cousin says, Oh, it's needle punch embroidery. It's dead easy. I mean, it doesn't look easy. It looks complicated. So look to YouTube. Apparently it's not. So I had wanted one of these, and I even bought Mari a kit for Christmas. But I didn't buy me one. I don't know why. So I bought myself a tool kit, and it came with three needle sizes and the sort of base part and that was it and what you do is you thread this needle thing through with yarn and then you basically punch a hole in some fabric and it suggests that you use a linen type of fabric a bit more open weave than a cotton because guess what I used cotton when I was I'm just going to try this today and also you need a fatter needle for it's like a syringe type of thing um, that your yarn can go through but the one I the yarn I was using with the needle I was using was too thin and it just didn't stay in very well and I was I don't know what I'm doing wrong so instead of like going oh I don't like this I'm not ever doing this again I watched quite a few videos and I realised that I was using the wrong fabric and the wrong weight of yarn and I got a hobbycraft voucher for my birthday yesterday, which was very kind, and to see it was my birthday. <laughs> I asked Alexa to play me altered images music, and she normally starts with "Happy birthday, happy birthday," 
but she didn't. She went with, see those eyes. And I like that song, but I specifically wanted, happy birthday, happy birthday. I've actually got that on vinyl upstairs. My brother bought it and it's now mine because he doesn't have a regular player and I stole it from him. (laughs) Yes, Angus, I did. So I'm going to go back to this, but um, not yet. (laughs) Because I really kind of want to finish Richard's Jumper. And Gromit. I have to finish Gromit for Thursday. Um, Mum came up last week and we cut out some... She said it was cotton, but she's not very sure because she got this piece of fabric. Don't know where from, but we've got this piece of fabric. And she says, that's enough for a blouse. It'll make quite a nice blouse. And uh, all right, I know. And then I had other fabric... And it's pure cotton, but it's quite thin. And I got it from Manders in Glasgow a long time ago. But the two blouse patterns that I had, and I took them down, because I thought I had a few more than that, but I don't, um, are not for cotton, they're for different fabrics. So I was walking past that piece of fabric. Oh, dear, Buko. And uh, I went, oh, Mum said that would be good for a blouse. So... I had washed it when I got it and took it down and we cut it all out. I haven't written down what pattern I've got, but I will tell you next episode. And now it is ready to fit and then to sew together. And I looked and read through the pattern and thought, I know how to do all of that. I'm just not very good at the fit part. So mum likes to do dress making. So she's coming up again this week and we'll crack on with that. Handily, Mum went down to Glasgow last week with her quilter friends and they stayed down there and they went to the quilting show at the SECC and she had a lovely time to herself and she bought me back some thread exact same colour. I gave her a little snippet of the fabric off with her and she came back with it. So that'll be perfect for the buttonholes. Um, And she had a lovely time. She didn't overspend, but she did get herself some things that she had on her list and she says it was really really nice it wasn't too busy but um they were quite careful in covid times for masks and stuff but um because scotland still have quite a few regulations going on they've been lifted elsewhere but not yet in scotland um so it was i think she just really enjoyed being away with her friends and some niece down there and she's quite happy this week it's not that she's not happy but she's just even happier so she'll come up and we'll do a bit more on this blouse so i think that's it my children are just about to come off the school bus and i'll get they'll be woofing and interruption so i shall put in some snazzy sound effects and um, i got for my birthday i bought subscription for this editing sound trap um, program that I use and it should give me a little bit more access and slightly better tools to do the editing but um, hopefully it'll sound awesome even if the content sometimes isn't (laughs) however listeners I really hope that you are well um, and not too troubled safe um, or have a plan um, and the next time I speak to you that certainly the war in Ukraine is finished and maybe Putin's in jail that would be like a really good thing to happen um, and 
when I'm saying this, by no means do I think that my Prime Minister is whiter than white. I really don't like him. I never voted him in. Um, I think that he's quite despicable in some of the policies. So um, that's the way I'm thinking about quite a lot of the other Russian people. Um, so I'm sad to see that I find you, or I'm talking to you and the world around us is not as safe as it should be. Which is kind of weird because it's so still here. The birds are doing their bird thing. The crocuses are coming out and they're very beautiful. And it's quite a calm day. You just... I live in a lovely little spot. So I'm hoping that... Apart from Buchel, who's starting to whine now, <laughs> that I can send you some of this calmness. So take care, listeners. Uh, hold your knitting close, as lovely Paula would say. And keep on crafting.